this what you wanted to be on? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's this? Uh, this is a song about you. She did. Thanks. The right kind of center. The right kind of center. Yay. That's kind of a kind of a compliment, maybe. I'm a heartbreaker. Hey, don't you mess around me. Alright. No, no, no. Yep. Alright. Don't you mess around with me, heartbreaker. Am I, I know to you're going to break my heart, so don't just turn around. I know you're the right kind of sinner. Right kind of sinner. What, what, what is he saying? Am I supposed to take that song literal? You're the right kind of sinner to release my inner oh, fantasy. Oh, well. But don't mess around with me. Well, what are you, you're asking for? Oh, it. it's like back and forth. You're just, yeah. you're just asking for it. Heartbreak, whatever, person <laughs> who wants the heartbreaker. heartbreaker. So you're, you're, the, you're the heartbreaker. Whose so heart thought, did I break? Hmm? Whose heart did I break? Think of all the hearts you didn't break. If you would have been like, you could have broken a lot of hearts. I'm sure you you did break hearts. Yeah. Well, I broke up with people. But how many hearts do you think you broke in your life? No. (laughs) eh, Let's be real. Uh, Seriously, how many hearts do you think you broke? I don't know. I'd have to. I don't know. I can think of three right now. I can think of one for sure. Maybe. Yeah. Well, his response seemed like he was pretty mad. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. He was, that was it. There's, there's got it. There's more. Oh, I don't know. I think women of your stature don't realize the the effect that you have on stature. Okay. Normal. The, 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 the length of your stature. Nice. The the way you carry yourself is who you are. I mean, what? You don't realize the ammunition that you have. I thought we were going to talk about you. And that's dangerous. No, we're going to talk time. about you first. Because we were like, uh, first of all, Luke and Livy aren't here. They're at the beach house. Yeah. So, so Sans, Luke, and Livy. So sorry. So it's just <laughs> me. <laughs> Go have your fun. Nobody else is around. So they're soaking up the sun. Nice. Good for them. They need it. I mean, they don't need the sun. They need to be relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> they're white. They're they're no. pale. They're they translucent. Good, they both have good complexion. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so it's your show. You go. So it's my show, and I know it's my show, and I'm taking it. Okay. So I, I'm. I haven't been producing in a while. That's right. Or by producing means, I. I play the music if I want to play the music. <laughs> and I wasn't even sure what if you were going to be able to turn it on at first. I'm like, do you remember how to work I the do. board thing? I do. It's like the product table. It's like the merch table. Like my, <laughs> my I go to my shows and I, I'm telling you, I haven't seen my merch table in three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I just don't. They take care of it for me. It's so nice. Where that used to be it. the whole thing. You remember when how we I had one CD and I would go to my little banquets and yes. perform and i had a little one box of cds and and i'd go out to the table afterwards and take a few of them and lead them against the, the cardboard box and i do remember one time we went to somewhere in texas a cool like vacation place and there was mm. a group there yeah i cannot remember their name they had adam something to do with adam apple a- you know. apples for adam no there no apples go. no apples for adam okay that's what it was and they had their stuff set up yeah and they had like a 
like a poster thing and they were running it and stuff. It was still like old school or whatever, but I was like, Oh, we need to get one of those. So I went and made, remember we made one and it had it done on a big vinyl yes, thing yes. and it was hard to put up. But we didn't <laughs> yeah, it was but, that old plasticky hard vinyl. Like it was good with the, and with the, with and the thick, four holes, the still, holes in yeah, each corner, with the gold, yeah, rings. <laughs> I forgot that. I did, well, I forgot until you just said mentioned something like that about the table. And but we thought that was so cool. Well, it was. It was then. cool. That was yeah years ago. Yeah, I, I mean that. when because people because churches started getting better technology. When probably the early two thousands, mostly. Yeah. Well, when can, where they can print their own yeah. things yeah, yeah. and they would make their own posters. Because another thing we did back then without technology, and someone suggested this, is when you did a show for any youth group, and again right. nobody knew you, right? Um, and they loved it. I would say, hey, here's uh, five. You know, we put the stamps on it, yeah. and we said, can you send the? And here's a flyer. Yeah. About your comedy. Can you send these to five people you know or five other youth groups? Right. And so and I, that worked. It, it must have worked because we did end up at youth groups that we did never you, heard did of. Did you come up? I feel like somebody told was me that to do that. Ken Brumley? Ken, yes. That's right. I was going to say that earlier. Yes. Yeah. It was Ken. Thank when you, When we Ken. went to maybe the, the, the church in Tyler with the greatest bat church for name for a Baptist church ever. Green Acres. Green Acres. I love that church. Yeah. It's Baptist church. church. And he just Shout retired. Shout out to them. He did. I've got to show you. Um, I made a little video for him. Oh, good. And they played it, it, so I'll show it for him. But did they already play it? Yeah, yeah. They had like the he was he's retiring. I'll just the other night. So yeah, that's cool. Ken Bromley. Yeah, yeah he was one of the guy. first guys to uh, give you a stage. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was nice. And then you were with a group that was uh, speakers, and I don't know the name of the speakers group. Yeah. And then um, years later, after we had moved away from Tyler, he was looking up. I thought I'll have Tim come and do this thing, you know. So he couldn't yeah. find you. When well, let me, let me. You, I'll tell you, it, it was called. Oh, I forget. It, it was one of these. It was like outreach or something like that. And so they had, they would do different events, and then they had a comedy division, yeah, a clean comedy division, which is another funny story because there's the guy who led that, who was involved with that, and he had this thing called clean comedians and this guy is a christian he was like a magician but he was a funny you know he did he did comedy in his act and he had an organization called clean comedians i don't right? remember that okay so cool. so um he <laughs> he did a thing where call it what you want but he actually trademarked clean oh that's right comedian like you couldn't say i couldn't say that you did clean like comedy. on if you Googled my name, this is a clean comedian. He actually gave us a cease and cease and desist letter. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, that on, we dude. can't use clean That's when we're so, describing ourselves. That's an old person thing to do. Wow. It was bad. But yeah, Wait, we were with Okay, so could you say clean I um could you say I do clean comedy? Uh no. Wow. I don't I don't think That's so. That's crazy. I don't think so. Or I actually I think I, I don't think you could use the term clean comedian. I'm not sure about Comedy. How'd that work out? But for is him? that is not he, slimy? The, I know you're not going to say the name because that's good. You're not going to say the name. But yeah. is he someone anybody would know? Um, or that 
this audience right now? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm not because I don't say know it. who it is. No, I'm I not have. Say it. I don't even. If this guy's sending out cease and desist for clean. I think if we said his <laughs> name, he would find out. He's probably got an algorithm on the internet right now, searching. Oh my god! For anybody talking about him, he's was that, he a lot that older? Kind of a guy. Yeah, he was just that. That seems like an old slick person. L.A. L.A. type of a dude, and really nice guy though. I mean, he was a great guy. Yeah. That's fine. But then sometimes when it comes to this business, they're just, it's, he was pretty lethal. Yeah. I remember people being kind of competitive with stuff, but anyway, um, yeah. well, I was going to say but, about but, Ken, what was I going to say? Well, we were talking about, oh, Ken Brumley. Oh yeah. So he goes to look well, you me, up. Well, I was going to give you the background because I was with this new organization okay. and they were starting to book people like me. I was on their, on their list. Mm-hmm. And then our friend Ken Brumley calls asking for me and what happened. Well, yeah. I mean, did he call or I forget if we talked to him or something. Or he email. contacted these people. Contacted I want Tim. He's and like, then- hey, I want it. Tim, just, just FYI. <laughs> I think he said FYI. He's like, hey, I wanted to book you and I think you're really good. But are you really this X amount of dollars? Yeah. Because it's like, it was a lot more well, here's what than they were doing. you were doing before. And yeah. then you found out that, wait a minute, I'm not even, I'm not getting that much. Yeah. So what was the deal on that? Well, yeah. They, what they would do, I think, I think my, my fee to come was like $2,000 and they were quoting $4,000. I think it was they more, were, but yeah. No, they were doubling. Doubling. Which and is, keeping half which is sinister. Half. Which is <laughs> so which bad. Is so slimy. I'm glad we can't remember the name of the, the speaker thing too, because I yeah. want to be slamming people. But yeah. So our friend is like, look, things. I loved him, but he's not that good. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you're right. I, was we so didn't, th- nice. I didn't think I was that good either. <laughs> So and and what they would do was if they're calling asking for for me, then they would say and they then they would shop other comics. Well, we can give you these other two guys for this and that. So they were like putting people against one another. Wow! And just just are they still in business? They could get. Oh no, I'm sure they're not. Oh, that's good. I'm sure yeah. they're not. I mean, that was that's kind of wild. I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I'm glad I don't know who they are. But but yeah, that was it was strange because when when <laughs> when we started. It was VHS, remember? Yeah, and we went to our church. You had the that time big, wide, blue and white striped shirt. It, the worst Denim. shirt ever. It looked like a prison shirt. Only the stripes were like a, like a bluish purple. Yeah, but it wasn't that. It wasn't that bad. It was thicker, actually. And I was pretty more like pasty. a referee. This is when we had young kids, so I'm always yes. pasty and white and tired. I know, back then, yeah, and tired. We My hair tired. The stupid buzz on the side haircut <laughs> with the floppy top. <laughs> it was terrible. And I remember, remember, um, there's a guy. Could hear our um, friends laughing in the background. Um, when I and by the way, people, we're just Heather had the, the idea. Let's just talk about let's just talk about how this what it took to get here. What it, some of the things about because some people are interested in other things too, comedy or singing, but mm-hmm. it's not the we're talking about the kind of stuff you can't fill out a resume right and go to a place and go, hey, I'd like a job here. So we're kind of just yeah. riffing about background, you know, stuff. How do you do this? We don't, How, and we don't really know. We don't have a step one, step two, step three. You probably right. do. There's no school. Things. There's no yeah. degree you get. There's no, I could say, there's no Hogwarts. Go. No Hogwarts for comedy. Nope, there is not. Well, maybe now there is, but there wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Some, Who knows? There could be other things. Some, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, there was, it was. Take leads. You go, you just take suggestions. It, yes. You would, and you, sometimes it's a bust. Oh yeah. Like that conference that we, that convention thing we went to. Oh, we can talk about things all day. I know. I about, didn't realize all these wild? things until we well, started the, talking the, about the, it. What you had to do was you, you, at first it was word of mouth. That was kind of the best thing. If you went to a place and you did a little 10 minute deal, there might be somebody else there. 
that say, oh, you could be good at yeah, this yeah, thing, yeah. which a lot of times I wouldn't. You'd be good at my class reunion. You know, like, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> you say that, but did you know that then? Now, yeah, I probably would have taken it just yeah. out of desperation. Well, and we were given good advice by someone who was in the, you know, a different kind of business, maybe evangelism mm-hmm. or something. And they said, just take everything for now. And then when you like even the Sunday school class, let's say, yeah. because if there's 10 in that Sunday school class, then those 10 people will t- possibly and hopefully when it goes well, will tell at least 10 or more other people. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's just a ripple effect. And then we were talking about before you said that I would do a show and then we had 10, like we made typed up 10 letters Yeah, and we'd give it to the person who had us in. We say, send this to 10 of your friends and sign it and just say, yeah. And that got some, that got some shows. That got traction. Yeah. But we made the, and we still have this. I think we still have the VHS demo. First demo that I did at, at our old church. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think, you know, when you're doing, you're so proud of it. You're so uh, this is, but it was fun. It was fun. And then I gave it to a guy named Steve Geyer was one of the, he was a good guy. One of the, Still he was guy, awesome sure. guy. He was a comedian who I, 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 I don't want to say he was a clean comedian because I feel I'd get sued by <laughs> that one guy, but he was a, he did churches. He and was a great, uh, yeah. what's another, what's a. Uh, synonym for clean. Clean. <laughs> he was spotless. I don't know. He was a scrubbed he up was comedian. Squeaky. <laughs> I don't know. He so was washed. We uh, I I went in hand with my my VHS tape and we went to see him in at the Dallas airport. He was doing I a remember. big youth gig. There's a hotel. It was the for Dallas. the purity thing where everybody gets the rings. And stuff. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> Half these kids have beer in the trunk. Yeah, probably. Until after the thing. But yeah, so we saw Steve perform. He did great. And then afterwards, I I, uh, I, I went up to his hotel room. We just sat and talked. And, and I sat me, by an elevator. I know. For like two hours. Yeah, yeah. And there's and I didn't, you don't have a phone. We didn't yeah. have phones then. Yeah. What did I do? I, I don't remember being bored or impatient. Mm-hmm. But anyway, go on. No, yeah, that was great. Because I had already, I think I already sent, I sent him my video. And then we went to that show because he knew he'd seen it. So we're talking afterwards. And I'm, I'm just thinking... I'm just thinking he's going to be real. Uh, I think he's going to give me all this praise and stuff and how great it was. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I watched your video. He's like, hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. There was some stuff in there. That he was, said you had a good five minutes. Yeah, there was a good, there, he mentioned one bit. I think it was. He mentioned one bit that I did about, I liked, the joke was I liked the idea of twins because it's got, like you get an extra one. Like you get an extra set of keys when you, oh, right. I forgot about when that you thing. get your car. Yeah. So I said, so you have the one baby and take the other baby and you put them in a magnetic box underneath the crib. So if you lose the first one, you know, you get the second one. It was okay. But he goes, he, he said, he said, that was, that was one that I, that I liked. And, and really the thing that he said that still sticks with me, he goes, yeah, you're, I think he said, yeah, you suck, but you're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> so That's so I, helpful, right? That always stuck with me. It's like, yeah, you, you suck. But you're getting better. Yes. And I still think about that. Yes, because that's something that you're good, bad about. Is that a good way to say it? Yes. Because you will take the information and at times you might react in the moment and then you go, you know what? I thought about it. You're right. (laughs) Or the person is right. Or that, um, or sometimes you said, you know what? I thought about it and I don't agree. Yeah. That's a good thing um, because you got to have, you if you're going to be a comedian, especially, you're going to be you have to be willing to be criticized. Yes. And just suck it up. Yeah. Buttercup. Yeah. And and be willing to change. And uh I did a youth gig 
um, one of the millions that I did. And I, I did a joke about um, when parents make excuses for their kids. Oh, yeah. So they're always, they're not admitting that he's a brat. Right. And then, uh, oh, you know, the kids, you know, being a, being a little demon child. And the parents like, oh, he's just tired. He's just tired. He just needs he's a nappy. Yeah. He didn't nappy. No, he says, uh, and then one of the lines I used was, uh, oh, he has ADD. No, he's a jerk. Yeah. And so this girl comes up to me after a show. Oh, that's And right. it's it's like, everybody's, oh, yeah, you're the coolest. And this girl comes up, she goes, I was offended by that joke. She said, she said, because I have ADD. And basically it sounds like you're saying people with ADD are jerks. And I, at first I was like, what? How dare you? How dare you criticize me, young youngster? I am a quote unquote clean comedian. <laughs> and then I went, I, I, I looked at the joke and I was like, yeah, I think that was, she was right. Yeah. She was right. And um, I was like, yeah, I need to change it. Right. So I said, so I, I changed the joke to say, uh, my child is ADD. And I said, no, I have ADD. That kid's a jerk. So it came around. Oh, make that's it, good. Make really okay. Clear. I remember you doing that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And there was something was, about um, the, there was another one that a guy sent you about um, you get the blankets off the airplane. They're so tiny. It maybe covers your nipple. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't like. He got a long letter about that one. It's covering the whole nipple. Baptist guy. <laughs> and then I think we all talked about it. And like, wow, it's funny. Right now in this yeah. day and nipple age, was a, nipple it was, was a little a, yeah. like maybe no, yeah, maybe now it's okay. I don't know, but then it was like, okay, let's not go around. All right, maybe that's a that's that's a. I'm not going to die. It on is a weird hill right now. Yeah, no, <laughs> dying it later. But yeah. yeah, it's just a lot of things like that. Yeah, but it's good. I mean, I learned that. Yeah, and think of the different names we had for your comedy. I think the first one was Something Funny. Yeah, it was called Something Funny. I like that one. Yeah. I think Jill came up with that. That was cute. Mm -hmm. Then um, somebody said, you want to have your name on it. Because then they'll like, "What? wait, you're this or you're that? Or like, who's this? Yeah. Like, that's your brand, Something Funny? Yeah. What was the next one? Do you remember? Uh, I remember we made cards. Yeah, we had, did we have business stuff. cards? We had little, yeah, the Something yeah. Funny. Yeah. yeah. That was, the, that was the day. We had flyers. We should have kept all these things. My dad would always tell me, you need to write this down and keep it. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I'd forget. I remember one time I, I told a lady, um, what did she say? She, she, asked, she asked me if I have a, a website and I told her I'd fax it to her. <laughs> she, she, oh, great, great. <laughs> that was normal. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bob smiling and his wife were, were next to, they're just laughing. That she oh just like, oh yeah, I'll fax you my website. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting back in, back in uh, non-technical years. Yeah, in the non-technical years, and uh, I think Shonda Pierce. I remember she got the the demo. Remember when we went and met her in Thailand? Yeah, that was way in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Think about that, because yeah. had you been doing comedy much then? When we went to see a, her, a little bit. I've oh, been. I have to think about I've that. been. I thought I was better than I was. Well, I, I thought you were. That's what's a good thing that I did too. So we're like, yeah, those people are dumb. <laughs> that's right. Ignorance is bliss. You have ignorance to have ignorance is bliss. You have in to those have. Days. You have to have that little thing in you that uh, a lot of self belief because not everybody knows who far. you are, much right. less believes in you. And it's not like it's arrogant. It's just that you ha mm -hmm. are determined. Yeah. Okay, now if you're bad, bad, and yeah. you just keep being bad and bombing, right. maybe we need to change careers. But 
uh, I was like, oh, they're, you know, they're just, it just went over their heads or it was, we were, I was always blaming yes. the audience yeah. when we were younger, yeah. maybe in our twenties. And then after a while I was like, okay, wait a minute, maybe you need to tweak this. Okay. Maybe yeah. then you start to go, let's make it better. Yeah. Yeah. Well that helped. That, that, that helps a lot when you, I knew that, it, that you were a fan Yeah. and you, you really need that because right. we're very, uh, sensitive, you know, hyper self-aware yes. and all that. Going to the comp comedian conferences. Mm-hmm. Wow. As an outsider who does not do comedy. Yeah. I was like the, the little, you know, chit chats, uh, mm. in between sessions and stuff about just so self-deprecating. And so, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just like, wow, guys, you don't, don't talk to yourselves like that. Yeah. That's not healthy. Yeah. But then, then we go to like the Christian comedian, uh, comedian conference and then you'd have people that had websites, they had business cards, but they didn't have any jokes. <laughs> yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> like they had all the, all the media, all of their, yeah. uh, right. They definitely need to go into marketing. <laughs> yeah. All the marketing was fantastic, but we they didn't, didn't have any material. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I do remember a few of those, but so. yeah, we, I, I, um, I remember meeting Shonda for the first time and then Tyler, Texas. And then I don't know if you remember this too. Shonda was going out with Mark Lowry and they were looking for an opening comedian. They were going out on the road together. Yes. They're yeah. going on the road. And I forget the name of the, the, the tour. Yeah. The four eyed, four eyed blonde tour. I think it was. No, this is, this is his tour. This is oh, Mark's oh, tour. Oh, she went with him. Yes. And she Gosh, was kind I of, thought at that show, she was the headliner. Yeah. That's not, weird. not quite. She, she, okay. because Mark was the big dog. She's so sweet. She still is. So sweet. Yeah. So, and I remember that they said, they asked me, I was one of the people they were thinking about doing that tour. And I remember I didn't get it. And they had this other guy. And I think that was one of the best things to happen to me yeah, that I didn't get it. Cause I wasn't ready. In. Yeah. You weren't ready. And what got locked in as not being that great right, right. back then. Yeah. Because people go, Oh yeah. That, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, it would. It took it took it probably a couple, three, two or three more years before I might have yeah. been ready to do that. But but she was so kind. Like she yes, would, uh, she would email me once in a while. I think I reached out to her and emailed her like, "What do you think my role is as a wife of a guy trying to be a comedy in comedy?" Gosh, I should have kept those too. <laughs> so many things should have kept. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was so sweet and she was so helpful. And then she checked. She would just check in. Right. And still. Still to this day. Right. Because you, just because I, and I week. tell people this and it's true. It's like, I think you're the one that told me, you said, you need to make a choice. You need to just go for this. It's not because you can tell I was in two. I was- well, that, if you want to back up on this story about what you're saying, because yeah. I was just telling this the other day. And first I was going to say that was 30 years ago with Shonda. Yeah. I just tracked it in my brain. Well, 28 years ago. Isn't that a crazy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, backing that story up, there was a point where you were working. Now, let me think. Yes. You were working for Cardinal tracking mm-hmm. and there was a position you wanted, you didn't get. So that was a bummer. And then they were having layoffs. So you got laid off. So we we're like, okay, what are we going to do? Cause well, you know, I, I think laid, going out. Yeah. I got laid off, but it was more, they didn't have a place for me. I wasn't really working out. It was more f- fired. I think it was more fired. Oh, that what's well, weird. Well, because I'll go back over the, I'll keep going on this track. Here. Sure. Is uh, that happened? You had been doing some prison fellowship that I think Steve Geyer got you hooked up with, right? I don't know. Was it him? Um, yes. Fellowship. Yep. 
and we can come back to that too. But then when you got fired or laid off or whatever, then we were like, okay, Leslie, who was in charge of the prison fellowship schedule was kind of sending you some stuff. And I go, they have a lot of events this year coming up that you could just ask Leslie, can we do all those events and we can just put everything in storage, put the kids in the van and go to these events for uh, prison fellowship. And then, but it wasn't going to start. Remember, it Mm -hmm. wasn't going to start till another three months. Right. And then we prayed about it. And there was a scripture. I wish I had, again, I should have wrote this down. You're right, dad. Um, And there was a scripture that we started to just pray on. And I think a week later, that company called you back and said, can you come back and work for the summer? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yep. It was exactly that amount of time. Mm -hmm. And then in September, we had Spencer's birthday party, put everything in storage, got in a little blue Nissan van and went from state to state. And I can't remember all the states. We went I, to prison. We did, went in the prisons. Yep. And we met lots of cool people. Yes, we did. I wish we still knew a lot of those people today, but there was a lot of nice. I'll awesome see them people. every once in a while. Like remember the bodybuilder, um, Bart. Yes. Clark Bartram or what yeah, his name so looked funny. like Superman. Yes. Like he would like break he baseball really like bats on his guy. leg. Yes. And, and the phone book thing and all that. <laughs> He was cool. Gosh, it's so insane. And then uh, uh, Marvis Frazier became because yeah. we would go and we would go Spencer's in, best friend. Yeah, so we would go into prison. It was called Starting Line, and we would go into prisons, and they would we would do shows like in the yard of the prison or inside. We would did I did um, um, Death Row a couple yes. of times. Yeah, that was where we intense. I went in, and it was like all around. It was in a cage. There are cages or whatever the cells all around us. Two two levels. And they had a few of the people out on benches in the in the center area, but a lot of the inmates they wouldn't let out of their, you know. Yeah. Sorry, I mean I'm just looking at these guys on death row, looking through their little hole in the in the door, watching. Yeah, and I feel like. And I've we... had I, I I'm telling you I've had worse audiences. Yeah. I, I mean that was actually most of those things were really they were good. Yeah, they were captivated. <laughs> they were captive. <laughs> I'm, and I tell people this too, I have never, were. I will never have a better audience than in the women's prison. That was, that was mayhem. Yeah, it was so insane so fun. how crazy it was. You know, like an Oprah show where they get nuts? Yeah, It was like 10 times that. Wow. Because they're so, because first of all, you're a man. You didn't have video of that. <laughs> first yes. Of, you're a man. <laughs> yeah. And and then the, it's just, they always appreciate you for coming in. I think there's, they, they get it. It's Respected, like they appreciate sure. you coming in. And it's something new and it's, well, if it's comedy or entertainment or something, it's yeah. just, and it's love, you know, and, uh, plus women are just, it was just the perfect storm. Wow. That's so <laughs> it funny. Just, it was nuts. That is um, so wild. But yeah, I just, I, I, I just remember thinking like one of the first times I did, I was like, I'm going up to do this. I mean, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of inmates sitting there. I'm, I'm going to go up and, you know perform in front of, but it's just that, that, that's the, that's, that's something you have to deal just that whole, it feels like a wall that you have to break through, call it fear or call it nervousness or that thing in the pit of your stomach that over and over. And that's, would be some advice for people listening would be those, that's just going to happen. You're going to have to have those break through those walls of of, uh, resistance and mental, just whatever and fear or nervousness or butterflies. Yeah. Because prior to to that, prior to going on the road with prison fellowship, uh, I was making calls just in the day when you were at work 
when Spencer was a baby and basically calling youth groups, Mm -hmm. which was hard to do youth groups. Of course they'd say, yeah, can he come tonight for 50 bucks? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, sure. And then that one of them generated into another thing where you did Grapevine Opry Mm -hmm. in Texas. Mm -hmm. And that was a little, well, how would you describe that? Um, That was a (laughs) Grapevine Opry was just kind of that, a country review where yes, they do singers. And the guy that we knew, his daughter was like the next, uh, Leanne, what, what are, you know, not Leanne Woman, Rhymes? but I don't she, know. Leanne Rhymes. She's kind of a Leanne Rhymesy kind of, okay. you know, performer. And she did all the dancing and wore the glitzy outfits. Oh gosh, and she was probably 15 years old and she'd been through it. And she's like smoking cigarettes in the back. She's like, she's really, she's, well, no, I mean, that's, it's like, she's been in the business so long since she was three, <laughs> like she was already a vet, but she's like, ha- didn't even have her driver's license yet. Was the guy's name she's Doyle? Rah, 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 doing her shows. Rah, rah. She was just, was the dad's name Doyle or the guy in charge? Uh, maybe. I, I don't I remember. remember. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Really sweet guy, but they'd have these once a month shows with, I guess it had a Christian theme to it. Yeah. And there would be other, and, like one time Bradshaw was there. That Terry Bradshaw's brother, brother. was there. Yes. He was a singer, and he yeah. was a sweet guy too. Yeah, he was really nice. That was guy. the that was the time where I brought Spencer was a baby. I brought him up on stage with me, <laughs> yeah. and the joke was I couldn't find a babysitter, so I did my <laughs> act with Holden Spencer. <laughs> and then our actual so, babysitter came up there and got him. Yeah, Elizabeth. Shout out to Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. So really, really, it was just finding audiences when you don't when you don't do things in a comedy club which is, you know, made for, which I did in, in the beginning, but really it's just, there's so many audiences where it just worked, where yeah. you, when you go to a banquet or something and they're like, all right, we're going to have food. And I guess some guy's going to speak. Yeah. But then if you had, if you were able to be, you had the goods, if you could actually be funny, it was almost like a double yeah, then Double they, whammy. They didn't expect it, and then it was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like, it's just the whole thing. You just have to say yes until you can say no. Yeah. And then even our friend was talking yesterday. She's a singer, but there's avenues that open up for audiences that you have no idea about. Like mm-hmm. her, someone approached her and said, I would love to take your music into the children's ward at the hospital. She's like, oh, my gosh, mm-hmm. I never even thought of pursuing that. Yeah. And... uh that could open up into something mm-hmm. that opens up into something else. I don't know, yeah. but it's just like, you got to say yes. You got to say yes. Yeah. You have a friend. And if we've probably talked about it before, who showed up at a campsite, yeah. like you just say yes. So you can say no. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people are people too, where like I would think of, you know, you think corporate, I do these corporate events yeah. and you think, oh, just a bunch of suits and a bunch. No, they're just people. They're people with lives. Yeah. And, They're just normal. So it was a great way to learn because they don't know who you are. So you kind of have to earn it. Right. And um, like my thing was, if I could be more entertaining or captivating than the cheesecake that they were eating. Right. And um, just just that feeling of when people, half of them are, you know, you're at round tables. So half of them have their backs to you eating. So like if I go three minutes into it and then they're all turned around looking at me like, groundhogs or whatever, just like prairie dogs looking, just <laughs> looking, <laughs> just look, what, 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 what is this? Yeah. Then you're like, Oh yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. So it was a great way to learn. Yeah. And I, it always felt, and it still does. It feels more underground to me. It feels cause I go to places that people would net churches and all these yeah. um, weird rooms and restaurants and all that. And I remember performing many times for this guy um, 
at Outback Steakhouse yeah. where remember they had the tall Is that the Texan guy that wealthy Texan No, this guy, he was oh, actually okay. looked Jewish. He looked like oh, okay. he, but he was like in, in um I think it's somebody else. Um uh, just I I forget his Joe something. But yeah, we would do the Outback Steakhouse and, and they had the big tall backs of the thing. So people oh, had yeah. to stand up basically and look to see. That's what so weird. Doing. What a weird venue. Yeah, performing at the end of buffet lines and the end of the salad bar. <laughs> oh and my gosh. but it was great. I just I just um it's it like I said, it feels so it felt so underground to me. Like Yeah. You well could there's do it too anywhere. many people that want to be like, I want to be a comedian mm-hmm. and start off like what you do now. Yeah. They want fifteen hundred like, people that are that paid tickets and are yes. ready to go. Yeah, and so and ready like, to just love you. That's the goal, guy. Yeah. You gotta you gotta make like vision boards. You gotta make ideas. Like you start. What's the ultimate goal? And then go backwards to figure out what are the steps it takes mm-hmm. to get there. Because all those steps that you had to take to get yeah. there are what made you a better, make you a good comedian. Yeah, not better than whatever, yeah. And take any opportunity. Just do it. Yeah, because a great way to do it, I told people, is do the announcements at your church. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's stage you've got five minutes in front of people Yep, and, and it doesn't mean you have to have jokes, but at least it'll give you that experience of being in front of people and learning. It's like when we learn, I learned guitar playing worship, just playing in the back with, with, you know, got my guitar and that's how on I kind of yeah. overcame my fear of playing, you know, music on stage. In, yeah. Music yeah. on stage. So. Yeah, that's good. Oh, so then when we went to, when we did prison fellowship and we had, uh, Spencer was four and Olivia wasn't even one yet. Right. They were a dream on the road. Spencer became best friends with Marvis Fraser, who's Joe Fraser's son. Yeah. Marvis, who fought Mike Tyson. Mike Remember Tyson. that story? Yeah. That was oh, one of my sorry. favorite stories. He it's said, such a good story. Hey, he's just that tough Philly. He's from Philly, you know, he's Marvis so nice. Fraser. And he, he, he had a fight with Mike Tyson that lasted like 20 seconds. It was one of the Everybody's most like, brutal, the most brutal like? knockouts ever. And he's telling the story. He said, we came out and then I threw a left hand turn or a left, left jab or whatever. And then, and then I threw, crowd goes wild. And I threw another, another right hand, I threw right hand. And then Mike hit me and I heard, (laughs) and it just (laughs) went out. out. And the next thing I heard was my man, my, my trainer was on top uh, over me. He goes, Marvis, do you know where you are? He said, Marvis. Do you know where you are? And he goes, he goes, yes, mommy, I'm on the potty. <laughs> Is that what he said? That's what he said. <laughs> I didn't even know that part. <laughs> he was so nice. Yeah. Spencer sweetest. would say, mom, Mr. Marvis is my best friend. Yeah. So cute. And he yeah. had so much fun in his bat- Spider-Man suit mm-hmm. coming down and, you know. Yeah. And just, just meet, making remarks meet, of the other people. Yeah. So just funny. meet really good people who really, they had... Cause so many performers you see are just kind of whacked out and head cases, but these people were yeah. off stage. That was one of my favorite things to do just in the hotel. Yeah. Where I was they, just you'd wake up and they had all the, all my memories go to you know, that. the snacks in the hotel. Everybody's yeah. just hanging out and talking, getting known each, know each other. That was so fun too. And Nazareth. That's what, that's the comedian Nazareth. Nazareth. Yeah. That's where we met. And Nazareth. his wife. I love his wife. What's her name? Um, I want to, I wish I would have seen her more over the years. Yes, yeah. we were. We had fun together with the kids. 
What's better than finding quality candidates? Finding them instantly. For a powerful hiring partner, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Hate waiting? I do. Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Indeed is proven, it's fast, and it's effective. You gotta love it. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search, according to U.S. Indeed data. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Finding great talent doesn't have to be a second job. You can reclaim your time and find top talent fast with Indeed. So visit Indeed.com slash Hawkins to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash Hawkins. Indeed.com slash Hawkins. On the internet, no less. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. You need to hire. You need Indeed. Indeed. When I think of those times, I think of that hanging out at the hotel afterwards because I couldn't go in the prison with you. Mm-hmm. So I was with the kids. We'd go to the zoo and do different things. But yeah. Um, and then I feel like we loved it, but I feel like you were, you didn't love it as much. Is that true? Uh, when we were on the road for nine months? Well, the problem that what I figured it out was is that I'm not a businessman, I'm not a logistically. Uh, All right. I, I didn't have any, I didn't know how to book shows or I didn't really want to. Yeah. Which some of our comedian friends do, can do both. Yes. They do. Cause they well. say there's three, there's three, um, aspects of it. You got the business, um, the ministry and the art- artistry. Yeah. So, I mean, and then really, I think most comics just have the one, just kind of the artistry, but some people have all three, which, when we met Ken Kington, that was another huge, yeah, he has all three. huge. Okay. So let's go to that. So then after we got off the road, then mm-hmm. we came back and you said, I'm just going to do this job in, I don't know. And you were going to get certified. Yeah. I was going to start doing computers now. Com- I was going to do computers like that. Okay. <laughs> let's do computers. Ooh. And so you're like, I'm just going to go after this and get certified. Right. Yeah. And so I think you worked nice computer and then we had a third baby, which was Levi. And then we had just bought a house. No, because you did grocery. I don't remember. Yeah. Some of that things. It doesn't matter. But you uh, were not getting certified. And then no. over time, I remember talking. It was so I didn't know. It was just it was like a different language. I didn't you know, back then there was not as many resources to learn. Right. You and can go on YouTube. Yeah, you. Yeah. It was still you're reading books. You got these thick three inch books. Yeah, they were big. Where you're, it. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't good. So I was like talking with my mentor Penny Patillo. Shout out to her. Um, anyway, she had her husband kind of did some things where you have to kind of navigate and get through the system mm-hmm. to get through stuff. And she goes, I remember at one point I tell my husband like, look. I don't mind being poor, but I don't like being poor for no reason. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's the thing. I don't mind working towards a goal for something. Yeah. But now we're just floundering. Right. So I was like, okay, this is the night. I'm going to tell Tim <laughs> that you need to appear, get off the pot. And <laughs> hey, 
And so then uh, you, you call, you go, wait, wait, I have something to tell you first. Cause I think you were probably feeling it maybe. Yeah. Like this is coming down. I don't know. It was months and months later, but, and then talk, talk about that. Cause that was Ken. That was somebody sending you, Hey, here's a challenge. Right. Right. Guys. So I'm sitting, who yeah. wants to go for it? Right. So Ken Kington, who's a comic out of Atlanta, he sends out an email that says, Hey, this is Ken. And I just want to just shout out, I, I, I want to help and kind of teach like this, you know, the system for building your fan base. Is anybody interested in going forward and, and taking the next step in your journey? And he sent it out to what, 30 some odd people. And I was the only one that responded to him. Yeah, it's so great. And he, uh, and really it was kind of talking about one of the things was just building your email database and building, you know, your kind of your fan base. Mm -hmm. Right. So. And he and, also had some requirements too, like make sure your family's in order and your wife's on board. Right. Like this. Right. Ministry kind of things. Was right. Good. So he had all the three down. I mean, he did the business and the ministry and yeah. the artistry because he's very funny. Um, he's very, his heart is very, very evangelistic and um, creating these uh, events that he was doing, you know, and, and the business part of it, he got it. Yeah. So in that, he started bringing me on the road. He, the, what was the uh, ultimate comedy nights? Yes, called. I couldn't remember. I'm ultimate so comedy nights. So he brings well, me. Well, in into that conversation, just so you know, we had just bought a house mm -hmm. not too long before. And then yeah. you said that. And I was like, yeah, because I was just going to have the conversation with you that I'm on board. So go for it. Yeah. But um, you got to go out. You know, we still got to work and you got to go after it. But it's like, it was like that whole thing that Penny said. It's like, it's okay to be poor, but not a bore for no reason. Right. Right. Because you just want to be working towards something. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be comedy, but if that's the passion, because the thing I'd always said to you since the time we were engaged is like, I would hate for you to look back on your life and think, I wish I would have mm -hmm. done more with comedy or I wish I would have tried this or that. Well, what's, what's one of the most interesting things about you and being my wife is that you were totally, you totally got the comedy world as far as, you were a nanny for a guy named what Scott Hansen? Yeah, in uh, Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, Scott Hansen owned like all the comedy, like eight of them. What were the names of the comedy? Places? Oh gosh, I'd have to look that up. Was it Funny Bones or the comedy stores? Or no, the, they had different names. Yuck Yucks or something like that, or Zanies or <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember any of them. Or ha -ha's so or blah blah no. blah. But if I looked it up, he has he died a couple years ago. Yeah, but so anyway. you were his nanny, and this Scott Hansen, this was back in the 80s probably, you yeah. were working for mm -hmm. him. Yeah. And he would bring in, you know, comics like Jay Leno. Oh, Like yeah. you would walk in the- I think we talked about that Scott's already. living room, and there would be Jay Leno sitting on the couch hanging yeah. out. And then we'd have to go to dinner with certain people. And Paul and Rodriguez and all this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you kind Louis of- Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson. Yeah, I met him once, just once. Yeah. But some of them I would meet a few times, but it just depends. So you were way more into it than I ever was. Yeah, into the I was in the clubs with mm -hmm. these. Oh my gosh, it and would be so. What the, was that experience like? Well, the the cringiest thing, especially because I was eighteen, right, yeah. and nineteen, so you're younger in that feeling, is that you would have dinner with these comics that came out from L.A. that Scott would bring in, yeah. and then they would go up and perform. And then if I felt like people weren't laughing enough and maybe I didn't get all their jokes because they were older, but if people weren't laughing enough, I was just like, oh, I was dying inside for them. It was just so yeah. felt like cringy because I wanted people to laugh more for them because now I'd kind of made a, you yeah. know, 
like talk to you them. Get a personal connection. <laughs> just now. a little bit of a connection. It's like, don't bomb, don't bomb. <laughs> just be so like cringy. But it was fun because sometimes it was opening of his clubs and there was just different things. And um, yeah, it was, it was wild. I mean, the one time we ate with Prince, who's a artist that I don't know what his name is now. He died. Did he change his name? I remember to assemble or something. Yeah. I don't know what his name is now. I mean, he died. (laughs) I don't know where, I don't know what Prince's name is in the afterlife. I think we're supposed to get new names. What he sings about the afterlife. He does. That's so weird. What's that? What's that phrase? The afterlife. Dearly beloved, we're gathered here to get this thing, do this thing called life. Yeah. 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 He's funny. Not a long time. But I'm here to tell you there's something else. The afterworld. <laughs> a world of never ending happiness. You can always see the sun, day or night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Should play that. So I don't know what his name is. <laughs> I meant there were, he, had name. he had his a second name. His posthumous name. Remember, yeah, he you changed went, his name. Well, Do you know he what did I'm to about? the artist formerly known as Prince. That's what he changed his name to? Yeah. yeah. It was a whole thing with his record company and all That's that. That's hilarious. Anyway, so, I thought then, it was a symbol. Then you have you had dinner with Elton John or something? No, no, no. But uh, going back to or, the Prince thing, we were having dinner at this nightclub called Fifth Avenue down in Minneapolis, yeah, and which is um, huge. That that's the that's where in uh, Purple Rain. That's the yeah, club yes, that they per- performed at. And he was just making it. So this mm-hmm. time, the other people were just on the rise. Like I didn't know who they were. I didn't know who Jalen, I kind of knew who Jalen was, but he didn't have a talk show or anything. He wasn't famous. Yeah. And then, uh, or Paul Rodriguez or Louis Anderson, but with Prince, he was famous around Minneapolis. Yeah. And then everybody was knowing about him making this breakthrough. Cause I think it just happened like the next yeah. year after that dinner. And so he was there and then, uh, Scott performed. And I don't think we saw the performance. We just came in for dinner at the place yeah. and that was kind of surreal. Cause he's really little. So oh, you yeah. think of him on stage or hearing about him or knowing about him. So in it's got like carrying him around and was Scott carrying him around. Yeah, Prince Scott and his, was his huge. Arms like a little baby. Scott was so big. You won't tell the story. Is it a bad one? Oh, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be very nice. Yeah. But anyway, Scott was a big guy. He was a big guy or a big guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would be funny. You could definitely carry him around like a baby. But yeah, so then the Elton John thing, I did not meet Elton John. And I feel like I've talked about this once you guys brought this up maybe. But anyway, my friend in California, her mom was, she always told me, my mom's a gypsy. I was like, cool, because I didn't know what that really was. But anyway, I remember I came over to play and I walked in and Elton John's band was in the house, in this little house. And I met his wife because he was married before to this English lady. Right. And she was really sweet. And again, this is a time period where Elton John was like just becoming known. And I'm only in seventh grade, so I don't know what all the hip music is anyway. Yeah. But I'm know, but I'm knowing that this sounds familiar. This is kind of familiar. I should. And then she played the songs for me later to tell me. But her mom was dating the bass player, and Elton John had just gone out to go get some booze to bring back, so he wasn't mm-hmm. actually in the room. But right. I was in the room with this whole band. That so is Elton a very John, surreal. Elton experience. John did his own beer runs. That's interesting. <laughs> well, it was again the seventies, right? So yeah. wasn't he just right? Yeah, and that's thinking back on that was such a the one thing I can remember distinctly about going to my friend's house is next door the people had this huge, tall, tall, tall cage with monkeys in it, right next door. So there sure. was her little house in this house with 
And I just, then I walked in and I see this man and I'm just kind of like, you're trying to process because you're young and you know, you should know more than you, you know, you don't know enough, you know? Right. Anyway, but I can remember that very distinctly. Yeah, I could see Bill taken aback by a cage full of monkeys. <laughs> I mean, so which we should there get. Were spider at monkeys. some point, let's do that. <laughs> let's just, I wonder if you can rent monkeys. Just rent some monkeys. Oh my gosh. Just have them running around. Just, you know. It was harassing so weird. the dogs. <laughs> so weird. Anyway, we got off on a tangent. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, everybody, <laughs> I was like, Where, you're going to, you're going to at some point see some monkeys <laughs> on your journey. <laughs> I don't even know why I brought that up. It's just, I can't forget that scene. Yeah. Anyway, there's, but like, it's just, it was just, it's amazing like, to me that me doing what I do that you already had. Oh, I had. Yeah. Had and it's kind of cool that too world. that my, my mom was voted, uh, most witty and my dad was voted class, class clown. So mm-hmm. I came from a line and you know, my yeah. mom, even though she was voted most witty, her sister is, she should have been a comic yeah. or a movie star. Don't you yeah. think? Well, it's just your family's you know so different younger? than mine. I mean, half your family would run around naked and <laughs> yeah. do jumping jacks. Your grandpa oh would jump, jumping jacks naked and the, <laughs> would wake up to me like, all right, that's, that's normal. <laughs> That's so crazy. I my, mean, my grandpa's you know, so peeling wild. peeling turnips and <laughs> you know, just that's so weird. <laughs> working at a I landfill. Mean, my, my aunt would be out working in the yard, and she'd just strip off all her clothes and just jump in the pool. Mm. Yeah, and there was boy. I mean, my brother, my cousins were all boys. Whatever, yeah. she don't care. Yeah, they didn't care about that. They were all about it. <laughs> so- <laughs> it should have gone to nudist colonies. Those guys. Yeah. Anyway. So where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Monkeys and nudist colonies. What are we talking about? <laughs> so anyway, everybody, we hope that's helped you in your in your you know fulfill oh your dreams. Gosh. Wow. I was going to say too. Also, what what I saw a lot of comedians doing to get their name out there, they would kind of leverage with bigger organizations, like uh, when they had Promise Keepers. I remember Brad Stein oh, would yeah. do that. So you're kind of yeah. leveraging these bigger organizations. He would do comedy for them, and that's how kind of he would grow his fan base. Um, Shonda would be like with the Gaithers or whatever it was. And yes. Yeah. That was what a lot of people did. But anyway, with back to Ken Kington, we, he had these ultimate comedy nights where, um, you know, they, they, it was, it was ticketed events. He called them trust events, which I thought was really, really cool because you're basically bringing people in to a church, uh, environment and it's just a trust event. We're not here to you know, this is not manipulation. We're not going to get you. Yeah. Oh, right. We're going right. to get you. We're going to get them. Right, right. That's good. Now we're going to turn, they said, we're going to turn the corner. Right. Now we're going to give them the gospel, you know, which hey. it was just, we're going to come in. We're going to laugh. It's going to be, you're going to hear a, you're going to hear a positive message and you're going to have a great time. So I learned, I learned so much there. That's true. I didn't realize that's where you learned that because when you would, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes have shows set up after that or just on your own. Um, and they'd say, hey, you know, the pastor wants to get up and talk or the yeah. band wants to play. And at yeah. those points, you're kind of like, you know, it's their church and mm-hmm. they called you in. But then over time, you're like, no. Yeah. Like, if I'm coming in, like, I guess it being your writer. Right. This is it's just kind of a deal breaker. Well, yeah. Well, it's well, like there's a time and place for this and that. Sure. You know? Well, yeah. When you when you when you do an event at a church and your every seat is filled, they want to take advantage of that. Yeah. Plus, if they're paying the bill, it's like we're we're going to pay you this much money to come in. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. You can right. have the for sure the worship band sing for an hour, oh, yeah. whatever. If you want your daughter to come and do a couple of her new tunes, a couple of <laughs> you know, 
that's that's fine, but because that's your event, and yeah. so but once you sell tickets and it be, it it just kind of becomes your event, so you can kind of say start saying no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to have the, you know, we're going to have the band play for an hour. Right. Like that ain't um, happening. But yeah, through but go on with through um, the, well the Ken Kink, event, the Ken Kington events, the Ultimate Comedy Nights. Not only did I learn a lot about comedy, I got I met other comics. Yes. you know Bob Smiley and and Mike Williams and John Branion oh, and all these other. Oh, that's where you met them all. And Darren Yay. Streblo. That's so, so really, awesome. we got we got that experience of what touring. What year was that? Because that's been a long time that you're still friends with them. That was uh, what late '90s, probably. Oh, that's so great. Late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And just some of the funnest experiences. Where, yeah, we liked going with you on that too. Yeah. Kids and I, because there'd always be fun and, locations. And they just taught me about like uh, the merch tables and how they did things and how they so because, because, you know, really you'll get that criticism uh, kind of like where you're setting a business in the church and Jesus would come turn the tables. But, oh, you know, okay. it's like, no, people want to take something with them. It, yeah. it means, it, and it's not like we're just giving them garbage. Yeah, uh, but it's fun. It's fun, and it's and it's another way to connect with fans, and uh, so I learned a lot that way. Um, but also, just you just get that idea of how events are kind of set up and promote. Yeah. How are they promoting this? That how was super why, helpful. why are people here? Yeah, you know? how'd you get them here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The early, I I just so look fondly on on those days of yeah. the way I learned. I, it was so unconventional. Yeah, but it was a great way to uh to to learn and to be honest with you church is a great place to learn comedy because you'll get it it's all about stage time and they'll give you you all kinds of stage time when you were doing um clubs and stuff you're like man i wonder if i can make sober people laugh and that was kind of a joke but in there's a kind of a truth to that too yeah because like yeah you get someone drunk enough they think everything's funny well there you go well i'll just say the opposite too they they think marians is like well a bunch of christians they'll laugh at anything no they will not no they won't (laughs) they will not thankfully that's they won't you know let's i say you won't get a beer bottle thrown at you but they're not gonna laugh right they're they they'll be like bless your heart yeah but (laughs) But oh it's i did it i did a show just the other night and i made the cardinal mistake of trying to do a new a new joke first Oh, which is just, you, Yikes, why? Just, because I, here's why, because <laughs> you, so the, the getting a new bit out there, you're so anxious to do it. Oh. And it's so fun when a new bit works. That's what, that's the engine that okay. keeps you kind of going and keeps the energy yeah. in it. It's fun. It's the fun part about it. Right. But you don't usually do that in the beginning. That's I know. I'm saying the why. Part. I know. But now, like now I try to sandwich a new bit in between two things I know will but work. But just the other night you did. Just the other did. night. And I just started okay. out with it and it died. It just. Oh gosh. Died. <laughs> and like had you crickets. already, did you do it before or is that no, the first time? No. So you'll try it again this weekend. I don't know. I don't know. It was <laughs> like, it was so blah that I don't even, I don't even believe. Oh, uh, it, it might, it might work. Yeah. You'll have to, but maybe test it if you like it. Well, really it's that, it's that idea of the landlord bit. It's like me and you are doing, we have a couple of rent places. So not only do comedy, I'm a landlord. And I go on the idea of that's kind of an extreme term, landlord. Like I'm a lord of the land. Like, you know, I'm the lord. I'm the landlord. Like I walk around with a robe, drinking out of a chalice. Yeah. Get me the rent check. <laughs> you know, 
like, oh, Lord, because, my Lord, the radiator doth spew, and there is a smell of vermin that emits the vilest of stench. Send my four fastest ships to tend to these matters. You know, that kind of thing. And the, and the, and the <laughs> final line was, to Airbnb or not Airbnb, that is the question. Oh, yes. So in my mind, I'm thinking it's brilliant, but it's just... It just crapped the bed. That's a gross It was like, oh my God. So I didn't even finish. I didn't even finish a joke. <laughs> so I just went on to the next so thing. Gross. But it, it took me five minutes to win them back. But oh these are people gosh. that paid tickets to see me. Yeah. They knew what I do. Yes, that's right. And they I, go, they're nope. like, nope. Nope, not having <laughs> not it. <laughs> Sorry, landlord. That's right. So it's, you're not it's the like, lord of this comedy right. show. No, is this is this it really? Because so, what happens is when that happens, they're like they lose a little bit of trust. Like, does yeah. this guy? Is he losing it? Is this? I uh, I thought maybe maybe it's is. the word lord. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know. Maybe Whatever I was doing, it too, wasn't working. It was too far removed. <laughs> but was, lord was from the olden days, you know. That's the cardinal sin. But yeah, definitely, if you. You you have to you have to you have to bring it and it's yes. pure it's pure justice. Yep, that's like, good. Like they say, like if like the Jerry Seinfeld movie where he's building his new material. It's like this guy's the yeah he's the biggest. I was thinking about that too. Anywhere, and he's dying. Who's dying? He was dying on stage because he had no material. Oh he's right, because like he's he archived all of his old material. Is that what he did? Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, he said the the deal no. was on his uh, movie comedian was that he that's was dropping show. all of his old stuff. And Which he was actually, building that's a, new a set. good movie to watch and really take Wonderful notes on if you want to be a stage performer of any type because mm. it's just like the feelings and the emotions and the ideas. But then, yeah, he archived all of his old stuff. Is that right? And yeah. then had nothing to go out right. on. He wasn't because when, when you're a comic, if you're bombing, I'll do some old things that I know work. Nope, he just dropped it all. Yeah. Which is wild. Pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty. And that's brave. I, I that movie even means more to me now because I'm I'm at a point now where I have enough material that I could pull from the old stuff forever. Yeah, if I really wanted to. Right. And I mean, yep. you can't then create any new projects where I could do. You know, I I've got enough for a new project right now, but I, I. I you just have that drive. You're so driven. That's all you think about, and yeah. that's all your kind of your mind is on is 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 building building new stuff and new things like new things yeah which I, i'm just not there anymore i mean enough enough stuff comes up and that that i develop and, and create yeah and that's that's fine that's but i think your passion the, the passion is still there but it's just redirecting a little bit so i'm at a point now where i i really think that the show is better than it's ever been the kids say that when i think have so. I seen one I yeah. didn't get to see the whole one because I was with, oh, I was with Holland. I was like, why was I with a little kid? Yeah. <laughs> so with our grandson and he wasn't having it, you know, so I haven't got to sit in a whole show of the newer ones. Right. Since you've gotten back on the road. Right. But right. we liked it. And he laughed. He liked parts of it. Then when it got to things that he doesn't understand yeah. that I had to take him out. But yeah, um, yeah, that's really cool how that's worked out. Like it's just, it's just changing. That's one thing that a lot of people could say about you is that you're, it's always different. You know, yeah. but then sometimes they want you to do what they know too, because it's kind of their connecting thing. Like, oh, yeah. I know this bit, or I'm all things about this or that. Well, yeah. I I learned that one of the the worst worst uh, gigs I did, but was the most help was that I did that Michael W. Smith benefit. Uh huh. 
That's fine. So I did the Michael W. Smith benefit at, at like Rocket Town in Nashville, and you it were there, so and nice. we had yeah. family Libby there. Was there. Johnny W. there, Libby yeah. was there, and it was just—it's not a fun one. Oh, it wasn't fun because the audience is just kind of oversaturated. Not, in the yeah, just not really. It's just for some reason well, they have it to just, entertain. It doesn't work. It it just it's just flat, and it's not a responsive kind of. You know, Carrie Underwood oh, was there, and she was she really was sweet. sweet. But I was trying to do new. I was trying to do new stuff. I, and and oh. after that, I was like, I'm just, I should have just done the hits, yeah. you know, just done a greatest hits set. And that would have been fine. So from that, I took, you know what, these shows that I'm doing now, I'm going to bring back, not all, but some old things. I'm going to do Chick-fil-A and I'm going to do yoga yeah. pants and, yeah. and, and songs. Do what they know. And it's awesome because, oh yeah, that, that's what people, they know you from. And right. And especially if they've asked you, they'll to get come. their lighter, you know, the lights out and they'll do the whole, everybody's got their lights out on their phone. But I feel like we've tried to tell you that for years, like mm -hmm. just do still do yeah. stuff because people are looking forward to it. And especially when they ask you to an event like that, yeah. they are going by something they know yeah. and they're, and they know that that's good. So they want that. Yeah. That's what they want. And that, that's that okay. Know. Like if you go to Jeff Foxworthy, he's going to have to do, you might be a redneck. Right. I mean, I know he's done it a million times. Yep. But that's, that's what, that's what you got to do. And it's great that, yeah. and it works and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah. that's, that's something that, that I changed and it really made an effect. It really helped me out as far as not being so stringent about, you know, everything being new and, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Because you were kind of stickler about that before. Yeah, yeah. And I and, think the kids and I said it a few times. And like, new stuff, and new stuff comes anyway. It did new yeah. good stuff. And sometimes out of it when you're on stage. Yeah. Cause, comes out of it. Cause what's happening now is I feel like up on stage, I feel like I'm more myself now. Like when we're just sitting around laughing yeah. around the house, that's where I feel it's gotten to. That's cool. Cause I remember going to a Michael W. Smith concert one time yeah. and he kind of went up there and we were with him before he went on. And I think afterwards backstage, cause I don't know why we were with mm -hmm. the book bookstore you worked with or something. Yeah. And that's something he said. He goes, man, I feel like I'm just like in my living room, yeah. just hanging out with you guys, mm -hmm. just playing the songs that he had written. He's written so many praise and worship songs that yeah. he didn't used to perform on stage. So he was kind of doing old stuff, but not stuff that he actually did on stage. That yeah. was a good concert. It was just super like you felt included, even though it was huge. Yeah. There were so many people there. You felt a part of it in the, you know, like what, well, there's something you say about this. Like you want people to feel like they're in on the joke, but in this case yeah. you're in on the, you're just like in. Like well, you're connected. You're yeah, connected. You're, you're, yeah. That's what it was connected. You feel connected. Yeah. You're connected. And it's, and, and that's another thing I would tell people listening is that for whatever you do, it's that personal connection. That's the most important thing. It's yeah. not the material itself that makes you who you are. It's just that people want to come see you. They want to see your perspective on things. Yeah. And and I had a guy in the, the VIP line last week and he comes up to me and he said, um, he said, you know, Tim, I just love what I love about you most is that is that you'll still you'll you'll still do the old stuff. You got enough new things, but you still do the old stuff. And I just think that's yeah. I was like, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> that means a lot. Yeah, that's good. Um, because really it's it's about I want to do just what I'm feeling is what I want to do. Yeah. I want to do, have fun myself. Right. Because, right. I think the audience wants that. They want you to be present and they don't want you to just do. I think the one thing that's interesting a, when I look at, the, look at the whole career, especially for us and maybe 
maybe all people in every career think this, but I was just thinking this in the last month. It's like, ah, I wish the way the everything runs now, because, uh, um, it's not, you don't have to spend as much time on the road. Now you don't have to write as much. These are obvious things, but, uh, in my mind, I go, Oh man, I wish, I wish it could be flipped somehow where, you didn't have to do that when the kids are littler. Yeah. And then you have all this more time, yeah. you get more time that could be, just that it could be flipped, right. but it can't because yeah. you have to work, work towards something. You have to grind mm-hmm. it. And I guess showing that to your kids is good. It's just the, the sad part is like, Oh, I wish there could have been better, you know, or not better, but more one-on-one or more. Yeah. Thankfully we got to go on the road with you. That's a good right, thing. Right. And we got to do that a lot. Not as much with Jackson, but with the first three kids, mm-hmm. it was cool. But um, Jackson really, really loves sports and that's good. So he didn't want to miss any of it. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Well, there's, yeah, there's a cost. And I think. There's a cost, yeah. Yeah. And it takes a while to learn how to travel and to learn how to. Yeah. You don't know. We don't know. Well, it's compartmentalized. That's the, that's the deal that really, I think, changed. It's like when I'm home, I'm home. I feel more now. Yeah. Then before, even when I was home, I was still, I had to generate. I just felt this, I had to generate and push, which I think part of that is true. Yeah, I do. I did have to, to, to grind it out. And I know that's true because people in other businesses who build businesses, that's just what they go through. That's what it is. Yeah. And that's how you learn. It's and, just that, I don't know any other way to around yeah. it. I think the, the point that I'd like to make about that is if it helps anyone, it's just like, don't guilt, don't shame yourself. Don't yeah. get don't feel so guilty. Yeah. It's like, it is, unless you come up with a better way, that would be amazing. I'd love, I'd love mm-hmm. for that to happen for people, but this is kind of the way it works for building a business or anything. Yeah. It's just that you do have to grind it more when your kids are little and then you don't as much yeah. later. And the other thing I'd say is like, just enjoy the journey. Don't mm-hmm. be patient. It's yeah. not going to come. Yeah. So That's enjoy good. the journey. Enjoy, enjoy every step and do what my dad said. Take notes <laughs> right? and keep the little items or ideas kind of, mm-hmm. that's kind of a cool idea. And I wish I would have done it, but yeah. Yeah. Just manage, manage your expectations. Yes. Manage your expect. That's good. Um, man, manage them. Don't be all um, just uh, focused on results. Yeah. And don't, don't judge Enjoy the process. Like, especially with your, with an audience, don't, don't, don't judge them or don't, they're not laughing hard enough or they're not responding to you. Right. Enough or not, you're not getting in the many sales or whatever it is. Well, and you know. because a good point to that is that there's oftentimes where you're like, if I could get that one guy in the front who has his arms crossed and is not laughing, mm-hmm. if I could get him to laugh, but then you took your focus off that guy. Yeah. Right. And then there've been times where those guys come up to you and say, that was a great show. Yeah. And you could not tell by their body language or expression that yeah. they were in. They'll buy everything on the table. It. And yeah. then they'll buy everything on the table. Yeah. So stop focusing on that guy or those people. Yeah. Um, because that's just their, who knows why they're doing it that way. That's just their demeanor. That's yeah. just the, but they actually are enjoying it. So the thing is, is you cannot decide. We got to stop deciding what people think and feel. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing. Yeah. That you can only know what someone thinks and feels if you talk to them or yeah. connect with them. Yeah. But just watching them or assuming, uh, even in business or on in comedy or entertainment yeah. or even your parents or right. even people you know. Right. Stop deciding. Ask them. Yeah. And even even your family. Like you're not everybody's cup of tea. 
Yeah, that's you're, you're right. Not, I had people who worked for me that really didn't think I was funny. Yeah. But that's not my that's business. That's okay, yeah. It's none of my business. Well, because that's a phrase from uh, Seinfeld, too, that we probably said on here many times. But it's like he said in an interview, he said, it's none of my business what they think of me. I'm just yeah. going to do what I do yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah. But it's none of my business what they think of me. Right. Is that how he said it? Yeah. It's, yeah. None, it's none of my business. It's and, and that's true. Don't don't read your YouTube comments. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, I let my people who like me, I let them fight for me. Yeah. They just did it not too long ago in the Karen song. It's hilarious. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I was reading it. Yeah. Like I had somebody. Rarely do. I had somebody. It's really good. Sometimes it's it's interesting. I, I Somebody had a come when I did the government can. Yeah. And oh, yeah. this guy made a video. He says, it's, I don't know if he, did, he didn't really come down anywhere, but he said, I don't know if Tim's right in, in as far as critiquing the government, you know, or oh, from a Christian like, perspective, like he's not yeah. respecting the government. He didn't really know. Yeah. And that got me thinking, it really does. Oh, okay. If I'm saying the government that, can, yeah. well, and, and I came to the conclusion is that, you know, as far as respecting your leaders, they're not my leaders. Yeah, we are, are the leaders. Yes. They it's serve. the government of the people, by the people, for the people. Right. This is, they this serve is the, the people's, people. you're my, you know. Yeah. So that kind of helped, I guess, in a way. Yeah, that's a good perspective to keep, too, because we got to stop bowing down to governmental things. I mean, there's yeah. laws and things for order, yeah. and these are obvious. Obviously, mm -hmm. you abide by the laws right. that are made for safety for everybody. But right. as far as the leader, whoever's in charge at the time themselves, there is a level of respect that you'll have for right. them, but they serve the people. Yeah. They so are. what I got out of that was, I'm right. <laughs> on that one. <laughs> I don't even remember I think I'm right. what the word said was, were they disrespectful? I don't remember. No, I don't think so. Yeah. People just have, yeah. A lady came after me. She's like, I'd like to see you go without insurance. And this is in the beginning when oh, yeah. the one person YouTube who, was, one person who approached me about the government can was a Canadian. <laughs> and then like, we had no, this whole, it's <laughs> like, what? Okay. I'll put that in my file over yeah, here. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. How's that working out for you now? Wow. Can't leave your house. But the one lady came after, she goes, I would like to see you go without, um, and, you know, we, the whole thing was new, like the response, getting responses yeah. and all that, like that wasn't a thing. I think it's the only time I ever responded to someone. I was like, could you please stop writing such crazy stuff? My kids pull this up and see it, you know, yeah. like, don't be mean. Or be the nice. homeschool thing. Like we were like. How dare you or whatever. Did the people get all Oh yeah. I, as I homeschool, homeschool my one child, I you know, and then you write this homeschool song. It's like what? We're writing like we have experience. enough we have enough uh what is it, uh criticism. We don't yeah. need you doing like we homeschool, you yeah. boob. I know Todd wrote such a good note too. He goes, Well, as we homeschool our nine children between the two of us, yeah. we understand and that's why we know yeah. what to and then she did say something back, but it still wasn't like I know. It's she still never, retorted something. It's just weird. it's just the the moral police. <laughs> <laughs> want to make sure you're that like she was beans. a she was a Karen. Beans. Don't say that. What? Don't say she was a Karen. Unless no. her name was actually Karen. Well, I sing the song now. I know. So that's why I say uh, I say before I do the Karen song, I'm like, just because you're called this doesn't mean you are this. That's right. So <laughs> well, I think one last thing, and maybe we've we haven't covered everything. There's so many things, but you could ask questions too, and we can answer them want to, you know, just answer one question like on this topic per, you know, episodes to come, mm -hmm. but we would be remiss if we didn't mention Dan Rupel. That's true. And his vital role in what changed mm -hmm. everything. 
Yeah. Well, Ken Kington brought us up to that. Well, we got two Shonda bits of advice. One was the worst and one was the best. And one person told us you can't make money on the internet. <laughs> that was the worst. And then Dan said, yeah, you need to put out as much content as you can. Just put Anywhere. it out, put yourself out there. Because yeah. comedians back in the day, comedians like, I don't want to, I don't want to burn my material. If I put my material out there, it'll, I can't do anymore. Well, that's, that's a joke. That's not true. Yeah. That's for sure saying, not true. Nobody knows who I am. We'll put yourself on the internet. Then they'll know who I am. <laughs> well, sorry. And then when people would ask you like, how yeah. are you doing? You're like, I'm just putting it out there for free. And then they want to come to yeah. the shows, but they were afraid they won't come to the shows because then they'll know your stuff, but it just is yeah. like the reverse. Well, I, I had the, I, I had that on me too. When people started filming or bringing their cameras, I would tell them to turn them off. <gasps> you did? At first. I and then I kind of got it. I kind of realized it. And then, then we would say on the people introducing me, they would say, okay, Tim allows video and pictures but you got to promise when you go home you got to upload it to facebook and yeah it's like under YouTube. one condition they're like, yeah everybody cheered yeah and they did yeah and that's why you see a lot of videos where you can mm-hmm. where they're shaky and people are talking in the background yeah. but and it may good. not be the best but that doesn't matter because it, it lends credibility it yeah. when somebody else puts something up they like that there's yeah. some credibility there it's not me it's putting good. it up so i yeah so i learned to that's to appreciate that that's the that's the engine that's what makes it all go yep so but anyway, I think we covered a lot of the. Yeah. So, well, and then you obviously put stuff on the internet and uh, yeah. we still, we still regard Dan Rupel and we were just with him last month. Yeah. So still a good mentor. Yeah. Still a good. Yeah. Just trying people. Yeah. And that, that may be the good last thing to say, just network with people that, yeah. that, that, uh, that you love and that love you and that yeah. know, that know their stuff as much as possible. Cause that's like gold. Cause a lot of people have been to these places that that you haven't been to yet and they can kind of help, help guide you and give you a better yes. uh, mentality and a better focus. And this might be obvious advice, but always like if someone tells you something you already know, just pretend you don't know yeah. and let them keep telling you because you might be able to pull out something, a, a little different angle about that topic. So I would just say, don't act like, you know, even if you do know, Yeah. does that make sense? Especially yeah. when you're young and starting out and trying to get to a certain place because yeah. if you just let people keep pouring information into you sometimes you have to hear something 13 times to go like oh i actually see a different side to this yeah. or something and those yeah. are the things you want you want mm-hmm. people who are experienced you want um you know you want to take in information you want to do everything you can do until you say yes till you can say no and you want to enjoy that yeah. journey and yeah. not not don't shame yourself or be overly critical. Yeah. It's all part of the process. I would say this too, adding to that is that don't try to be 100% original. There yes. have been people before yeah, you that have one. talked about everything you've talked about. And oh, this is good yeah. for preachers and pastors mm-hmm. that you, you say when you do a sermon or something, oh, people have already talked about that. Well, you haven't. Yeah. We want to know your perspective on it. You were it. created differently. And you were created and don't get bogged down in that. You just... Nope. Because uh, what did you say Talk one about time. what you're passionate about. You told me, I think you might have gone to a conference or something, but you said literally a certain percentage of your act is original. And it was a very small percentage, but I don't remember what you said. Do you remember what the percentage is? About who? who? Of your, what you touch on is original. Right. I would say, I would say I may have 10% original in my act as far as really yeah. original. Other, everything else I talk about, other people have talked about, right. even though it may seem random and all that. 
the difference between men and women and the what things kids say and things parents say and yep. road signs or whatever, or weird commercials or yep. topics. Yep. Um, don't get, don't get bogged down in that. Just your, your point of view is what people, and it's, it's you that people are interested in. I, I would say if somebody wants to do comedy or perform, I would say don't. Wait, what? Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Well, cause the people who are really going to do it, they're like, well, I'm going to do it. Oh, right. Okay. When people said, told me not to do it. I'm like, well, I'm going to do it. I remember when we were going to go on the road with the kids and we had naysayers. Do you remember that? You're like, you shouldn't do this. That's not a good idea. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, my parents were on board because we were going to go visit them for a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't like I was only making like eight grand a year. So it's like. <laughs> you were making more than that. <laughs> I wasn't making a lot. You were, you were a cardinal tracking. You made more than that. That's so why I said. I said I, I, I left a six-figure job, but there was a decimal in there too. <laughs> so, but anyway, but it's been a it's been a wild journey and it's been great having you every step of the way. Yes. Thanks, babe. And I love you. I love you too. And you're looking and feeling good. Yes. Update. Update. Status update. Status update. On you. Trying to get this dang CAT scan yeah. booked for the last month. I don't know. Just everything's been a rigmarole, but no pain since December 17th. Woohoo. No throbbing that I'd had for like two years. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm about, I mean, first of all, I'm a hundred percent sure it's shrunk yeah. a lot, a lot more. And gosh, I'm feeling like it's probably gone. Yeah. Like a big percentage, but I'm not going to put a percentage on it because I don't right. know. Well, just keep 70%, 60%, whatever, over the 50% it. that it's yeah. gone. Keep going at it, baby. Yeah, I'm doing all the protocols. Protocols. No chemo, no radiation. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Doing all the, doing it the other way, which has been amazing. All right. Were you beautiful and. We uh we will probably have the kids next time unless they stay at the beach for another week. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah, it'll thanks for listening, ho dunks. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you there's something else. The afterworld. The afterworld.